tremendously important to identify those bodies. And the logistics were very challenging given the scale of the loss and given the fact that there were no um, burial details that were specifically assigned at the beginning of a battle to watch for the dead or take care of the dead. There were no graves registration units. Soldiers didn't wear dog tags or the equivalent. And often one finds in the aftermath of battles individuals who describe being able to walk across a battlefield from end to end without ever touching the ground because the bodies lay so thick upon the field. So taking care of those bodies was not easy. They would take um, bayonets and heat them and turn them into hooks so that they could pull bodies along by the belts or by part of the clothing and not have to touch them. And often the scale of loss was so great that the um, effort to bury the, the dead took many days. And that means that the bodies were in various stages of putrefaction and um, the odor of battlefields was terrible. So there was a lot of description of quite gruesome uh, dimensions of the aftermath of battle in the diaries and letters that I read. Now, was there something more at stake here? I mean, what, was there a sense that what you did with a dead body said something about what it meant to be human? Yes. One sees a, a great sense of uneasiness on the part of soldiers who found themselves mistreating dead bodies or not giving them sufficient respect. And so they sought to resist the, these terrible necessities and to act in humane ways, even in the most trying of circumstances, to try to wrap a, a fellow uh, soldier in a blanket, even if you couldn't find a coffin or some other way of shielding that dead person's body from the earth, to say a few words of ceremony over a dead body, to put some kind of identifying feature in a grave. And I'm sure that in their minds, in no small part, was the hope that should they be killed, others would offer them that same level of respect. Did, did people struggle with, with the whole question of how God could allow for so much carnage? Your question, in a sense, paraphrases a statement by a Southern poet named Sidney Lanier who asked, how did God have the heart to allow it? It was hard to explain how such evil and suffering could be consistent with a God who was involved with human lives, a God who was benevolent. And so I found numbers of individuals who wrote in diaries and letters about their difficulties uh, in continuing the kind of religious belief they'd had at the outset of the war. Did, did ideas about the afterlife change as a result of the war? I mean, was there a, a new kind of afterlife that was envisioned? The focus on heaven and the nature of heaven, and a lot of writing about a different sort of heaven, which was much more like daily life in uh, 19th century America that made heaven seem a place where one would be reunited with lost kin. Heaven became um, kind of incorporated into uh understanding of daily life. People were just around the corner in heaven and would be uh, retrieved in some sense. Mm. Wasn't there a real explosion in popularity of spiritualism as well? I mean, this, this idea that people could contact the dead. 
Yes, I found numbers of individuals either expressing explicit spiritualist beliefs or something very close to it. Mary Todd Lincoln, the wife of the president, believed in these kinds of communications and held seances at the White House. Seances at the White House? Yes, it's thought that Lincoln attended at least one of these, though we have no evidence that he believed in them. I'm struck by spiritualist journals in which large numbers of soldiers are uh, reported with their words to their um, loved ones. I think it was one way of reassuring so many individuals who didn't know what had happened to their lost fathers, brothers, and sons that perhaps someday they might know through the medium of spiritualist communication, even if they never got a letter from the government or from any of their um, husband, brothers, or sons, comrades, about what had actually happened. Do you think some of these ideas about the afterlife or about the meaning of a good death uh, that, that, sort of, that were changed because of the Civil War experience, do you think they've come down to us today?